What was? Oh fuck. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, Jacob and I got the opportunity to see an early screening of the Marvel's brand new latest installment of Phase 4, Eternals, and we're going to review it for you today. We're going to make this spoiler-free. We might drop some hints about some things that might have happened, but they're going to be completely spoiler-free, so you don't have to worry about us being like Variety and giving away any post-credit scenes or you know any surprise. Wait, so we can't talk about Ed Sheeran's cameo? Uh, we can. Oh, <laughs> I told you not to no. bring that. I told you not to bring that or Batman. Ben Affleck showing up as Batman in the movie. I asked you uh, before we got on the air not to bring either one of those up, and now yeah. here we are stuck. As I always, how many people are actually going to turn this off? You, buddy? I'm good. <laughs> I was just saying. I wonder how many people are actually going to turn it off at that and be like mad. <laughs> Man, Ed Sheeran in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. I've seen worse people in the Mar- MCU since this conversation. But that being said, there was a lot of hype, a lot of just everything around this film. You had Academy, freshly Academy Award winning director Chloe Zhao directing the movie. She had her part in writing it as well. Um, the, the the year has been strong for for content in general for the marvel cinematic universe as they prepare for phase four they've done a really good job of adjusting to what has transpired over this last you know 18 almost going on two years now they've had to adjust a lot of things they moved they just recently moved a bunch more movies as well but with that being said we've seen early on in the year we had wandavision then we had um falcon the world soldier then we had black widow then we had shang chi now the latter half of the year we see eternals drop we see the unneeded Hawkeye TV show, and then we have um, you know Spider-Man coming out as well, which I lumped that in there obviously because it's it's part of this entire process. But um, before we kind of get into the film, what were your expectations going into it? Well, first off, you forgot the best thing that Marvel's released, Loki, this year. I thought um, I said Loki. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I can't believe I missed. First off, it's not the best. Shang Chi was really good, and it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not better, and it's. We'll get to that. Uh, um, so, you know, the cast, massive. Chloe Zhao, incredible director. Um, you know, everything was leading me to think that this was going to be like top tier MCU. And then, you know, a lot of the first reactions came out and I started talking to some people who had seen the movie and um, my, you know, my hype level did drop a little bit for it. Um which, you know, I think once you took off the rose-colored glasses, um, at least for me, it does make sense why I don't think some of this worked. The cast, you know, for the things that I love, the cast is massive. You know, is it too massive? Chloe Zhao is a great director. She's never done something, like, above, like, a, what, $5 million budget, you know? So it's, it's a lot of things that... Um, that have come together that I I particularly don't think came together well, but I'm per- I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah. So as you mentioned before we got on there, it's very interesting to be in this uh, different side of things. Typically, we talk about a movie you loved it, I hated it, and and this is a little bit different on this boat. So how we're gonna do this episode, guys? Again, we're gonna go as spoiler free as possible. I don't think there's really a whole lot that I I will spoil my end, and I know Jacob won't either, but. With that being said, let's talk about some of the things 
that we thought worked on the film. And I'll kind of kick it off. What one of the things that's always impressed me in in the two films that <laughs> Chloe Zhao has written and directed was she she always is able to bring a grounded approach to stuff. And what I really loved so much about Eternal, spoiler alert, I am on the on the end of I think this movie is fantastic. But what I really loved about this was there was a lot of heart infused in the story that made these superheroes super relatable in different aspects. Now, obviously, there's certain parts of the MCU that we've seen where you feel like you can be related to these characters, but most of them are larger than life. Most of them have so much going for them. These characters, to me, was very grounded, very... Uh, very just in the moment. And I loved everything about that. I think structurally sound going into the film for me, I had very, very, very low expectations just because when you have a film at this massive, it was like Dune for me. Like when you have a film that massive and it's getting, whether it's getting diverse uh, reaction or whether it's getting applauded by everybody, you have all of these individuals that are just saying what some of them say, what, the studio wants them to hear and some of them say what they personally feel. So you kind of, you know, divide yourself through all of that nonsense. But for me personally, the grounded approach that Zhao really, she just brought to the film. It really made these characters relatable. I loved the implement of the laughter throughout as well. Um, the jokes worked for me. And I know that's part of why some of the people that didn't like it, didn't think the jokes worked for them. For me personally, I laughed quite a bit. I thought it was very funny in moments where I didn't think it was going to be. Um, this is a full facet film for me. There's heart, there's laughter, there's there's a grounded story. And that's why I've said it's the, the most grounded film that I think that we've seen in the Marvel Cin Cinematic Universe. There is a lot of characters. There's a lot of introduction to characters, a lot of characters that are introduced throughout the film. And for me, I just feel like each of these new characters had their moment to shine and took advantage of their moments to thrive. And that for me worked. And then as far as the action side of it, within all these characters having the opportunity to thrive, we see a lot of them do what they're capable of doing. But I think when they when the action really hits a, a peak moment is towards the end, whenever they're using all of their powers together, that worked so well for me. There were several moments where Again, Zhao never really directing something of this nature really impressed me with her direction of the action. And the direction of the action really worked so well for me. And again, towards the end, when you're bringing all these powers together to fight off the, the villains or whatever it looks like, that was, there were several moments I'm like, wow, that was really, really cool. And that worked for me. And then, of course, there's one big twist. Won't talk about it. There, you have the twist that maybe some people know. Again, me, I'm not a comic book guy, so I don't know anything about any of these comic book characters. I have never read a comic book in my life, well, probably since I was like five. So it works for me maybe on a different level from people that are relatable to these characters in, in other aspects. But the, the little little twist was, was solid. But um, overall, I just love this movie. I could talk about my love for this movie for probably another three hours. But... Jacob, what are some of the things that worked for you? Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, some of the things that worked, um, I do think a lot of the characters themselves did work. I think Brian Tyree Henry, he was my standout. Um, and he was the one that I could actually, like, 
connect to. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain that in a second whenever I talk about kind of the negatives of it. But he was the one character I actually could like connect to on any sort of level. Um, I did think the movie was very pretty. Um, I thought it was shot very well. And I think like as it was shot, it looked like, like Ricky said, very grounded. I thought it was, um, you know, they used a lot more on location shots. They used a lot more, um, a lot less CGI in the actual like shooting of the movie, which I appreciated because it gave it a more real feel to it. Um, and I think parts of the story worked well. Um, there's one villain in particular that I really liked. I kind of wish they would have just expanded on him a little bit more. Um, and I think there really is a lot to love about this movie. Really, my biggest issue is that it was all crammed. And I think that if they would have done this in two parts, it could have given them a lot more time to expand on each of the good rather than cram, try to cram everything together. But I'll save, I'll save. I didn't, and I didn't hate this movie. I did like the movie. I thought it was, you know, above average. It's not my least favorite in the entire MCU by far. There just was a lot of disappointing things that I can talk about in a little bit. All right. So for me, the things that didn't work were, I, I struggle with this one because honestly, overall, I really loved everything about it. Um, there's maybe, and I guess upon a rewatch is something that I'll have to really kind of dive into maybe some of the things that I like as much. But for me, I, I really, I, I feel it's crazy to me because everything you say, I like, I'm on the other side of the fence, like 1000%. Like, I really feel like everything worked so well for me. Um, there might've been a little bit of a spot in this second act that might've had just a little bit too much in it that maybe they could have trimmed it down. But overall, I never felt, like it was too long. I never felt that I was looking at the time. Like there was one moment that I did look at the time and I was like, wow, it's only been 30 minutes. And I didn't mean that in a bad way. I felt like so much happened and I was so excited about what was happening that it just, it never really, like I said, I've just got engulfed in this world of, of what Clojal brought to us. And, and honestly, which is a very easy transition to you. What didn't you like about this movie? So, so my thing is, you know, it while it didn't feel like any other Marvel film, which is, you know, a good thing, like it's good for Marvel to do new things. It also didn't feel like any other Chloe Zhao film. And it, in my opinion, it felt God, like somebody you so wrong with that statement, Jacob. It okay, felt sorry. like somebody who has seen Chloe Zhao's movies and tried to replicate that, but not her herself. I thought, I think she's so good on like the personal, like intimate level. But when you try to expand that over seven people, I think it just gets way too much. I, there's a lot of nonlinear storylines that I was not a fan of. Um, and I ultimately, I just think so. Okay. So there's always been this thing between like DC and Marvel where Marvel has regular people trying to be superheroes and DC has superheroes trying to be regular people. And I feel like not in a bad way. I feel like this was the most DC set 
of any Marvel movie where it felt like there were these superheroes that were trying to be regular people. The issue is only one of them, maybe two actually were regular people. And those were the only two that you could actually like relate to on any, on any like level. I, I didn't like um, certain characters. I didn't like the direction that they took the character. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to say like any names cause I don't want to like spoil anything, but there were some characters. I just wasn't a fan of what they did with the character, how they ended the character, um, stuff like that. I did, you know, I did like that the stakes were a little bit higher in this. Um, you know, you weren't sure like what actually was going to happen and what it kind of meant to the rest of the, uh, to the rest of the characters, the rest of the MCU, etc. But overall, it's just, my biggest issue was just with the writing of the characters. I just, I couldn't connect to them. I couldn't, you know, I, I tried my hardest in a lot of the emotional moments to kind of feel something emotionally, but I just couldn't because, you know, their stories were so rushed over. It felt like trying to do the Avengers movie from part one. And, you know, it's felt like trying, you know, instead of setting up Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Captain America, you just jump into the movie to the Avengers movie and try to set all of them up at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, it's not like I hate the movie. I don't. I just think there were so many things that could have been expanded on a little bit more. I think um, I think if they would have told this movie chronologically and had you reference back to it rather than every time something was referenced, you kind of show it. It's super on the point when it comes to its references, especially, especially in the end um, when something happens that's so on the nose – I still am not sure if I like like it as like a tongue in cheek thing or if I'm just like this was way too on the nose. But I just think I think there were too many writers in the room. I think the visions were clashing. Um, and I just think I just think there was so much better that could have been done that wasn't done. All right. So before we get to the overall score, anybody listening, Jacob's phone number is uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His address is it. Send all hate mail to this man. No, uh, so I'm going to let you go first. I want overall score of the film and uh, g- give me just some closing thoughts on on the film as a whole. All right. So my overall score of the movie, um, it was back and forth a little bit. I ended up landing on a C plus. I think it's right I don't think it's average. I definitely don't think it's below average. I think it's right above average as a movie. I think it, I can see so many good. I can see so much good coming from the movie. I can see, like, I can see the vision. I, there is one thing I forgot to mention. The kind of underlying message of the story is really interesting. Um, Kind of the whole, like, you know, after so many years, like coming to terms with like your creator and stuff like that. But um, I just think, I think when you start telling a story that is, you know, in the beginning, like it says in the, like all the trailers in the beginning of the movie, everything, I think you have so much to work with and it really just depends on how much you actually put in. 
Um, so yeah, I I am at a C plus. I didn't hate it. I just didn't love it. Um, but overall, just more disappointed than everything. Um, and out of 29 Marvel properties, um, that's movies, TV shows, everything, I have it at 18. So like I said, it's not the worst. It's nowhere near the worst. Um, but it's just right at that middle middle of the pack level that um, I just wasn't wanting from this movie. I was wanting something just better and sadly just wasn't given you know that so for me i gave an overall score of an a um i think it's hands down the best marvel film to date and and when i say that it's not my favorite film of of the marvel cinematic universe and i'll go over where i have it in my top five in a little bit but i think it's full of heart laughter it's got a fun ensemble to me you hear these other directors not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe talk about how these movies are copy and paste, and a lot of them can be that way. And sometimes that criticism is warranted. But for me, Eternal stands out in a way that we've never seen before in this universe. So I, I was very thrilled, very happy, very excited um, about this film and I just I just adore it I I do I can't I will watch it again I, I want to see it on the biggest screen next time I see it um, not with a red dot in the entire time but I, I really love this movie a whole lot and it's it's kind of nice sitting on this side of the fence here I'm just gonna throw that out there yeah but, um, now you know why I do it so often yeah I, I I know I know but um this one might get you a little bit more hate than some of the ones that I got yeah our differences normally come from obscure films, not very widely popular films. So that's going to be, yeah. it'll be interesting though. Before we go, I want to give. And also our- if I, sorry, if I can just say one more thing, um, I do like, I do completely understand that like, you know, grounding these characters, but I also think that, and I'm just going to go to Spider-Man. I'm wearing the Spider-Man shirt. I think that Spider-Man's like struggle with, needing to be a superhero but also just wanting to be like a teenager i think that is so much more like you know realistic than i feel like he had that with sprite like sprite's character was one of my favorite in the movie yes and i don't want to spoil it just because i but the battle of of being that age your entire life like it, it, it was a very well written story like i felt like that's part of where we ground it Brian Tyree Henry had a lot of grounding in his character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was a lot of internal building with some, like Angelina Jolie's character. I felt like I related to a whole lot. I loved her character. And I felt like she faced demons in which ways that I feel like you could foresee yourself seeing some of those demons and, and stuff like that. So see, and that's, that's my thing. Like I, I loved Angelina Jolie's character. I just hated the choice they made with what, you know, with what they did to her. I really like Sprite's character. I just, again, hated the choice they made. And, you know, I if you've it. seen, if you've seen the movie, you know, I just thought it was, I just thought it was unnecessary. And I thought it was. I you feel know, like you're unnecessary things. right now, Jacob. Yeah. I feel like you're um, unnecessary. But no, see, that's why I liked Brian Tyree Henry's character so much is because he was that, he was the most grounded of the, bunch because he was you know he had 
he had things that the rest of the Eternals didn't have. He wanted the like things that the rest of the Eternals didn't want. And he, that's, you know, he actually, he more than the rest was like, I'm actually fighting for something. I feel like Cersei though kind of had that too though. I feel I really and I think Gemma Chen uh, Chan she was phenomenal in the film. I, I think mm-hmm. she, her acting was really great in it as well. But I feel like Cersei's character had a lot of that too with her relationship that she was trying to build and stuff like that as well. But all right, so before we go, uh, obviously Jacob real, mentioned how it's one of the bottom half of his movies of of all time in the Marvel Cinematic oh World. Oh my god! Um, being eighteen. <laughs> I mean, that's that's 18 out of 29. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, so if you take all the TV shows out, it's like 18 out of what, 26? Well, so let me, let me just, see. Uh, there's been what, three TV shows? So 18 out of 26 is rough. One, two. It's rough for us. Well, if it's, it wouldn't be 18 out of 26. It'd be, it'd be 16 out of 26. I mean, but still, look at that, folks. That's bottom tier. I mean, he talks about how much he loved it, doesn't hate it. But I mean, it sounds like. It sounds like he's got it down there around uh, Captain Marvel around here, but it's it's actually right behind Captain Marvel. <laughs> you say behind Captain Marvel? Yeah, it's it's I'm one sure. it's one spot behind Captain Marvel. I, I, I literally am not sure I can continue with this. Podcast. I have Captain Marvel is like not only can I not continue with this pot, I'm not sure I could ever talk to you again. Because have, Captain Marvel is one of the worst comic book movies ever. Oh, there, there you go. Now now people are going to be back on my side again. They, they were they were against me for a while, but if they've made it this long, they, they've changed their mind. I, before I, so before we go, and before this is the last show in the history of the music we drive in, uh, give me your top five um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. All right, so my top five movies. Um, I have Endgame at number one. I think Endgame was a. So I think Endgame was a finale that we don't see very often. And I think Endgame was a finale done in a year that had a ton of finales. Game of Thrones, um, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, I know there are more. I just can't. Toy Story. I think Endgame was done in a year that showed you finales are not easy to do. And I think it did it so gracefully. I think it um, highlighted all the characters it needed to. I, I think Endgame was just, you know, I think Endgame was just like a perfect finale. Um, my number two is Civil War. I think Civil War might be the best made movie of the bunch. I think Civil War has Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr. give probably the best performance of the entire MCU. Um, you know, you want to talk about Grounded. I think that one is very grounded in that kind of internal conflict. Uh, my number three is Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I just love it. I'm not going to talk more on it i just think great villain great um great arcs everything my number four guardians of the galaxy volume two um very i think it's better than the first i think it's very good my number five is spider-man homecoming there's no biasness in any of those i mean what spider-man appears in i think what four of the five that you mentioned yeah <laughs> <laughs> Also, wait. Okay, I'll I'll talk about. I'll I'll ask you this after, but I, okay. I have a question. All right. So for me, my my top five is kind of hard. I struggled. I struggled a little bit. I still struggle to this day, even with the films that have already been 
displayed and stuff like that. But for me, Endgame will always be number one. It was that culmination. I don't feel like it's the best movie of this uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but what it provided me being in a live audience, listening to these people, like everybody was excited. That was an event, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's yes, all Marvel movies are an event, but this was like an event like no other that we have never seen before in that grand scale of things. For me, number two is Eternals. I really like it's, it's up there. Like Eternals is one. And again, it, it is my favorite Marvel movie that's ever been made. It really is just so good. Number three, I've got Silver War. Um, I love that movie for all the things that you've already mentioned. Number four is Black Panther. And then number five is Far From Home. So I really love that. I'm sorry. Tom Holland is, is by far not even close, resembling close to the best Spider-Man. It's light years ahead of the other ones. And I really enjoy the other two, but it, it, he just brings something different that I have never seen to that character. And again, this is coming from a guy that's ranking all these movies, that's never read a comic book in his entire life, so you can yell at a wall if you want to. But I just really like my list. I really do think Eternals is that good. I can't wait to revisit it. I'm going to watch Eternals probably 150 more times. I just loved it that much. But what was your question, sir, before we go? Oh, no, I'll have to ask you after. because it might it. be a spoiler. Okay, so with that being said, guys, do us a favor. Head on over to the Music City Drive-In to check out all the latest um, movie reviews, articles, trailers, sports content. Uh, Matthew Fox has been spearheading our sports content over there. Check out some of the shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network, including the Film Optics Podcast, including our new show, the Uncut Wrestling Podcast over there. Those guys are doing great things. They've got some interviews up and and some reviews of the movie uh, – reviews of the wrestling world i'll also check out the 50 years of podcast um those guys are still pumping out phenomenal content um with that being said follow jacob on twitter at tberry57 make sure to send all the hate his way over this eternals movie and then give me a follow at ricky blur underscore give the show a follow at ricky or at ricky blur at mcdi pod and until next time we'll talk to you guys later